On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, you can literally decide before you hit end on this episode or you go off and do something else that you want to be confident. I want to be confident. I want to be rich. I want to feel good. And you do that and you do the things that cultivate that. But when I say it's work, it's work. And you really have to want it for yourself. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Ladies, today we have a very special guest on the podcast. She's not only a friend to the podcast, but also a friend in real life, okay? You might remember her from her incredible episode about manifesting your ideal life and transmuting energy. Jasmine P. Green is a founder, executive performance coach, transformational speaker, and she guides extraordinary female executives, diverse teams, and ambitious entrepreneurs to peak performance, mental resilience, and deep fulfillment so you better stay tuned okay this episode about to be lit y'all get ready Jess, welcome <laughs> to cultivating her space welcome back friend Ooh, thank you i <laughs> love this space it is my space okay yes. i'm so happy to be here guys thank you for having me back yes, yes you're so welcome it's my space without the time yes <laughs> bad joke <laughs> oh, i think we might be dating ourselves <laughs> right <laughs> All right, Jasmine. So we are going to get into our quote of the day. And our quote of the day will sound familiar to you because, as you know, we we like to be all up in your social media and you are constantly putting out profound words. So our quote of the day. If you aren't a full body yes to your expansion, you'll remain exactly where you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, going to say that yeah, one yeah. more time for the people in the back so that they let those words sink in. If you aren't a full body yes to your expansion, you will remain exactly where you are. Yeah. All right. So Jasmine, when you when you hear your words, what comes up for you? You know, so many things come up for me when I hear that. But it's really, it is, you know how they say, oh, a gentle reminder. That's not gentle. That's like, look, let's, let's, let's get to it, right? You know, we can't, we can't play around. So what comes up for me is that, listen, if there's any part of you that is afraid that is sabotage, sabotaging or feels like you, you shouldn't be here, you don't deserve, you don't belong, then due to being comfortable, due to fear, you will be, you, you're going to be here. You're going to be right here until you can't stand it anymore. So that for me, especially in this season, you know, with all the different projects that I have going on, my own expansion, look, that, that, that one got me back in check. So I appreciate you bringing that one back. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Woo. It's one of those quotes. I feel like back in the day, my pastor used to say, if you can't say amen, say ouch. And it's one of those where you're like, oh, that hurt a little bit, but all right, you know? So Jasmine, yeah. we had you on before, right? We talked about transmitting energy and manifestation. Now, I know from behind the scenes that a lot has happened since then, right? Can you give yes. us 
a brief summary of significant developments or changes in oh, your yeah. life since our last Definitely. conversation. Well, so before we got started, you said I was on season seven and here we are in 21. So, so much has happened. So I will say this, since the last time that we shared the virtual stage, I've moved out of the United States. So I've been traveling nonstop for the past, going on three years really soon. So I've been, I packed up my penthouse, you know, we talked about that on that episode. I manifested it was my everything, my everything. I gave the people the keys back. I turned in my car. I put all my things in storage. And I went on this journey to figure out who I am without all of that. And come to find out, I am just, I'm everything. I love me. I like me. Right. I didn't, I don't need floor to ceiling windows to, to prove a point. So that was one of the biggest ahas in that journey. Some of the countries I've been to, Germany, France, the UK. Dominican Republic, Mexico. I feel like I'm leaving some some of them out, but it's been a really beautiful and as well as challenging journey. So that's that. I I stopped coaching one-on-one. That was huge. And I went through sort of like a sad moment. Like I call it the dark soul of the night. You know, I feel like we have many of these in our lifetime where you you have to really, you come to a point of like reckoning, you know, what the question becomes like, what do you, what do you want to, where do you want to go next? What do you want now? And I've been so accustomed to the one-on-one scene and just coaching and, you know, getting people that transformation, getting them to their first million dollars. And, you know, it was so much fun. So I, I stopped because it just wasn't in alignment anymore. So I sat with it, sat with it. And then Inner Millionaire was born. And I was like, okay, this sounds cool. Maybe I could make it into a monthly membership. That's fun, right? The industry, everybody loves a cool little membership. Hey, you know, whatever month and then you're there. But I kept feeling this weight of this is more than a Kajabi login and a couple workshops in a month, right? So what I did was I do, I do best is I just go all the way. We turned it into a mobile app. We're about two phases. No, we're in a second to last phase of development. We have some back-end stuff happening right now. In November, we brought over well over 100 new founding members into the platform. We now have the e-commerce store, the Intermillionaire podcast. You know, we, it's y'all's cousin, okay? It's the cousin to the her space, right? Little cousins coming up, right? So overall, I just been really focused. I've been in the jungle. Right now I'm in the United States because I have a tour that I'm going to be doing. I'll tell you guys about that later. But I was in the deep jungle of Tulum building out this app. Now, I'm not a mobile code developer person, but I was the mastermind behind the content. And so this is this is where I'm at now. You know, we, we're playing a big, a much bigger game, much bigger impact, much bigger responsibility. And I love it. That, that's me. <laughs> we, we love to hear it and we are here for it. But I know. Thank you. I know somebody is listening and they're like, wait, say what now? You gave up the penthouse and the cars and all the things. Yeah. And so tell us what that really felt like to get to that mm. point. Where, because like you said, you, this is still, that was what you manifested. And mm-hmm. so what is it like to be in a space where you have exactly what you manifested and decide to walk away from it? So it's in, in this beautiful question. Beautiful question. I got to give you props on that first. What I will say is that I got to a point of, Okay, now what? Like, you know, when you when you are wanting something, you know, it's huge. You think it's going to do something for you. Like you think it's going to make you feel better, make you more important, whatever. I know speaking from my past experience, a lot of pretty much all of my success in the past was trying to prove a point to the family members. I said, oh, Jasmine ain't going to be shit. Oh, she ain't going to go nowhere. You know, the same family members that said that to me back then, you know, they look at me now and they're, you know, fill in the blank, fill in the blank, right? But for me, when I got it, I was like, okay, you know, we did that. All right, all right. But, oh, all right. I'm still, something's still off. So I, I got it wrong. I was under the impression that if I did it, you know, the money, the car, the place, stuff, 
I thought it was going to do something more than what it did. And really, it's, it's just literal stuff. Right now, it's sitting in storage. I'm happier than I, I'm happier now than I was when I was in it, having it. So I, I was called to just transform. You know, I believe this, especially for those of you who are listening, who are life coaches, any type of coach, any, if you're in any industry that involves people, you can, you have to realize you can only meet them as far as you've met yourself. So if you're living on the surface, then you can only meet someone else on the surface. And oftentimes we are holding back on our true power because we have not gone that deep within ourselves. And it might look like leaving everything behind. This is my personal journey, but leaving everything behind and going to figure out who you are without it. Un- going through the layers of trauma, having those, those really hard conversations and just letting yourself cry to the point to where you almost want to throw up, right? To, to get that deep so that you can fully express yourself in your gift. That is just what I know to be true for me. So it's like, I got it, you know, but it, it wasn't enough. It wasn't what I thought it, it was and what it was going to do for me. Hey lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. We love you for real. And we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this. Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business, brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel, and throughout your day and week, you are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and sharing funny gifts and your personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year and we're doubling down on investing in our community. That means you. Yay! We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you up-level your life. So if you love our mission or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon. And we highly, highly encourage you to join the Sister Frontier so that you can get some one-on-one time with us. We also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs. Again, herspacepodcast.com and you can click that link that says Patreon. All right, lady. We'll hop right back into the conversation. Thank you so much for sharing, Jasmine. We always appreciate your vulnerability and transparency. And what you just shared makes me think about, you know, rich people often talk about how they got the money and it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. It's like, I got to the top of the mountain and they tell the broke people like, y'all focus on yourself and like getting to know you because once you get once you get this, it's not what it's cracked up to be, right? And then you hear the broke people like, well, give me the money and I'll show it. I'll, let me see for myself, right? But, but, you, yeah. but you kind of walk through that journey. So I want to share a couple of things I noticed. One is the skin for me. I love the aha moment you shared about loving yourself. It looks like you've been in the gym. Your energy is definitely in a different place. Yeah, I see. Come on, come on. I see. The energy, I'm thinking about just other times that we've been on Zoom, like there's just a lightness and your energy is just, it's different. So can you talk mm. to us about, we're going to talk more about the inner millionaire, your new baby mm. in just a minute, but can you talk about maybe three additional aha moments that you've had, either aha moments or experiences that really transformed you because you did something that many people don't do. And so it'd be really great to mm. hear like, what else did you, what else did you discover about yourself when you were in the trenches? In addition to realizing like, oh wait, I don't need all that stuff. I love myself. I'm enough. I'm a bad yeah. bitch. I got this. You know what I mean? Like, what yes. else did you... Yeah, what else? Tell us. Give us okay. a James. So, mm, this is... You know what? It's it's almost like therapy, you know, coming out here with you guys. Beautiful 
experience, honestly, just from me on the other side. So something else I would say that came up for me, it was it was really the the tone. If, if I had to write a book on this, I would title it it's something about like, you know, finding out my self-worth or really defining it for myself. Because I really did spend so much time, you know, trying to attain and try to get and and all these things. So another thing, I don't want to, well, can't say thing. An instance that happened was my birth father actually found me on Facebook, right? So I haven't said a word about this on anywhere, nowhere, and all whatsoever. Just a few close friends know about this. So this, okay, so I'm 33 now, right? I don't, I've no, I'm not known this man since the beginning of my time. So at 33, now you send me a message on Facebook and I'm just, I thought I would react differently because this was maybe about eight weeks ago and I still haven't spoken to him on the phone. It's like, I, I just didn't care to, I just don't care to. I feel like I had an opportunity to, I had, I, I healed. I, I don't know. It, and it's interesting. It was like, how did, how, how? Because for so long, I've always wondered like, you know, where were you or why? I shared a story on TikTok about my birth mother because, you know, both of them were absent. He was 100%. She was probably like 25 or whatever. I don't know. But he reached out to me. And I think it was just in the the process of defining who I am without things also helped me define who I am for myself without needing to be loved by certain people. I think that's what I'm getting to. I always, you know, try to find love and and I do have a love now and I'm super grateful for it. It's the healthiest, greatest relationship I've ever been in in my life. You know, they say when you love right, your skin do glow. You know, you perform differently. You're different, right? And, you know, just being me, getting getting into myself. So I, I got a chance to define me, my value, what am I worth without things and people. So I'm, I feel like I just kind of blurted that it really wasn't that well organized but that's just my truth you know that he came back in life eight weeks ago and I'm just not moved at all I'm not pressed and it normally I always thought like oh my you know I'd be rushing to 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 talk you know I want to come meet you let me fly to you where you at because I just want answers I want to know something and I just feel like I know everything I need to know because I've given it to myself I don't need answers or apologies so that's something that really, that came out of that. Because I'm telling you, if I would have stayed in Dallas in that penthouse, my focus would have been on more attaining things. Okay, now let's get the G-Wagon. Let's get the Maserati. Let's get the bigger penthouse. Let's get the, like, yeah, no. I've, I really had a moment to reflect and be with myself. That is so beautiful. So beautiful. And, and we see it. We see it, you know, like Terry mentioned, like your, your, your skin is just glistening, like your, your smile feels like genuine, like it is, it is truly radiating through the screen. And so lady, if you're listening, like we need you to go and like, look at this video, like catch this video because you need to see what it looks like when you in the physical form, when you have done the work, when you are doing the work, when you are making the hard choices, but the healthy choices. And so, Jasmine, I appreciate what you shared about, you know, having a family member reach out to you, someone that you thought would be you would want to be connected to. And then to realize, no, I don't need that. And so if it's okay, I want to I wanna dig a little deeper into that in terms of how you were able to kind of have that, one, have that realization, but then two, be able to set a boundary within yourself and perhaps with him to say, no, this is not, this is not what I want. Because I could imagine that there are lots of people out there with similar experiences of family members that they thought they needed to be connected to and then turns out, no, I, this is not a person that I need in my life. Mm. 
of course, you know, it had to jolt me, right? You know, I'm seeing this name, it had no profile picture. So I'm like, this is weird. This is weird. So now I get this message and, you know, I'm just looking at it. I remember just opening it and I'm like, what, like, where, who, where, where did you come from? And at the time it was when, I mean, Intermillionaire pretty much went viral and it, it was, it was kind of like, it was a highlight moment, right? It was like a, who like a peak moment. And so then it hit me like, ah, okay, that's why distraction, you know, I mean, I don't been, I don't been in the game too long in the, in the, you know, the spiritual game to know that when, when, of course, you know, there's, there's good and bad, right? There's two, always two sides of the coin. So I'm like, all right, you know, this is a distraction. And he's, he told me, he said, you know, you have a little sister. And I'm like, okay, tell me more, right? So all these things are coming up. I'm like, oh my God, who is she? What does she look like? I go find her. I send her a message. I'm blocked, right? So the rejection, I had an opportunity to, to experience to experience going through processing rejection because, you know, as a little forever, guys, I'm telling you from the time I even knew I was a human and had two parents and I wasn't with them, I felt rejected by them because I wasn't with them ever. And so I had to work through that. that that's been years, like decades, right? So now here it is, you know, I'm at the peak, you know, I'm getting, you know, recognized and I'm, I'm bringing women into my platform and we're excited, we're rolling, we're moving, this positivity. And here he comes. And then the news of, oh, you have a sister. And then she blocks me. So I'm feeling like, okay, you come into my life and you're already bringing the chaotic energy. This is unnecessary. Sorry about my co-interviewee, Coco. She's just what she wants to do. So I, I, I talk to myself. I ain't going to lie. We got a dialogue going. So I had to just, I had to coach myself. You know how some people look to the internet or they look to TikTok now or other people to like walk them through it. No, I walked, I walked me through it. I immediately realized that they triggered my rejection and I had a chance to sit with it and face it and talk to it. And it's like, you know, I, it doesn't belong. It really, I really sat with that emotion for about, I would say two, three hours and I was able to release it. And then I, I put the boundary in place. You know, I, I, I just, I just did it. I didn't announce it. I just moved on and put my energy back into what it is that I'm doing because I really genuinely feel like it was there as a uh, distraction, especially at the start and peak of, of what it is I'm creating. So yeah. Yeah. What a blessing, Jasmine, that you have the wisdom now. Like you, this ain't your first rodeo. You know how these cycles right. go. And so that you're now, yeah. you have the discernment, the wisdom, but also the healing to not get pulled back into the cycle. Of, yeah. You know, the abandonment issues or like the rejection or like craving something that probably isn't even good for you. And I love right. how we are digging into the inner millionaire being you, like your inner work, your inner process. And then yes. now you have this incredible platform, inner millionaire. So can you tell us a bit about what inspired the inception of Intermillionaire and what drove you to establish this platform dedicated to kind of doing what you're doing now, sharing uplifting stories of triumphs, navigating, yeah. you know, paths toward achieving millionaire status and providing support. How did this come to you? So it's, it's interesting because when I was business and sales coaching, a lot of the conversation really shifted from funnels and sales strategy to who are you? Like, who are you in this? Like, who and who do you need to become in order to achieve this fill in the blank goal, whether it's $50,000 month, $50, months, 100K months, a million in a month, whatever that is, like, who do you need to become in order to, to hold that? And so Inner Millionaire, I think has always just been within the fabric of me. It, it's just, it's just my underlying tone, right? That's how I really attribute like the success that I've gotten for my clients due to that conversation. I've always prioritized in coaching, but inner millionaire had my mind had to come and get me one day. You know, it was, it was getting real. Remember I told you guys, I was like in this, this moment of, okay, so what do I do next? Right? Like, okay, you know, I left the United States, call myself retiring, you know, trading crypto, doing my thing. And then it's like, okay, I need, I need, I need more. I need more. I need to be felt. I want to be felt. I deserve and desire connection. Like, what can I do? So I knew what I didn't want to do. And, and that's all I had. So I remember drawing a bath and I remember meditating. I just remember just being still 
And I opened up a year ago today, actually, I opened up the Instagram app and I made a story saying, you know, things change when you change or something like that. And then I put hashtag inner millionaire. And that was the very start. It was, you know, it's really me to myself. It was never about anybody else. It was just me to myself, like saying, listen, you know, whatever deep message I needed, I could, I could channel it. And I do that through writing. If you follow me, you know, I'm like writing is my specialty. Like, so it, mine was speaking to me. And then I was like, you know what? I've been able to do so much. I've created so many millionaires due to the conversation attached to inner millionaire, right? So what can we do with that? I just started getting curious about the possibilities versus getting curious about like, what am I going to do next? You know, I changed the the tone of the question, the energy of the question. And sometimes, really, most of the time, that's all you need to do is just change the tone, shift the tones. I'm getting curious about, all right, so what, 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 what can we do with this? Where is this going to go? You know, and I let it literally lead me. I've never had to think so hard in this. Everything has honestly just come with so much ease and flow. The features of the app down to the content, down to the branding, shout out to Diamond Spikes. Just everything was so easy with this. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for that moment. So I encourage anybody, if you're, if you're listening to this and you feel like, all right, I'm in a pivot, but I just, I don't know what next, shift your attention from what you don't know next to at least being open, invited in, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm open and receptive to what is coming, you know, what is right now, help me see it, you know, pray that prayer, meditate on that. And it really will shift everything. Oh, yes. I feel like we need to pause. <laughs> and and lady, if you, as you're listening, maybe this is the moment where you pause and you meditate on what has been shared so far. And then as you come back, we can hear more from Jasmine on. So tell us more about the process, the steps that you went through after you had this moment a year ago, right? A year ago, yes. Right? It's a year crazy. ago. It's it's mind-blowing how how much can change for someone within a year. If we go back to our quote of the day, yeah, where you said a full body yes to your expansion. It's crazy when you, when you, you don't realize it as it's happening. You know, I, I just, you know, have the racehorse stuff, had my blinders on 12 months, man, like from just a, a hashtag, right? Just coming out of me writing to, we have an NBC, we have users, we have revenue, we have, wow, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Thank you for like showing me that. Okay, That's crazy. Jasmine, your conversations are always so inspiring. I'm trying to think of like, where do we want to go next? But one of the things I saw you write somewhere, which you talked about, I'm just going to ask the question and this is going to, right. this is going to articulate okay. what you talked about because I don't want to, okay. I don't want to give any hints. So regardless of the specific goals why do you believe that who someone is matters more than yes. what they want when it comes to achieving success? This is it, right? And to be, the only goals I have this year is to achieve like Korean glass skin and to chisel my face a little bit more, you know, and just eat better. So that those are my goals, right? So I just want to throw it out there because it feels so good to say that versus like, you know, putting all these heavy, because like you said in the question, why do I feel like it's more important to focus on like the beingness versus like the things to do? Because it's, you know, your identity, like who you are really, it, it's the foundation for everything. It's, it's literally, it, if it's not of you to make a commitment to, to even make a decision and then commit to it, then you will not do it. So like, let me, like, let me like run that back just to make sure I said it right. If it isn't in your nature, if it isn't of you or in you to make decisions and commit, then when you go to make 
goals that require commitment and decision making, it's just it doesn't it doesn't add. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, it's great to have clarity that you want a multi-million, billion-dollar brand. It's great to to have the goal for the million-dollar year or the month or, look, money, whatever the number is, right, whatever. You need to really spend the majority of your time figuring out, okay, who have I been so far that's gotten me where I am now? And what do, what is it that I need to do differently to get that different result because year after year, you know, we're recording this in January, middle of January, people, and I don't mean any harm, but the same shit we wrote down in 2018, we're still writing it in 2024. And the reason that is, is because you have not become the woman or however you identify, you haven't become the person to actually bring that into fruition. It's just, who you are. And when you spend time on building that muscle of confidence and worthiness, decisiveness, just actually following through and doing, like my grandma said, say what you mean and mean what you say. If you, if you say it, that's it. You know, let's get into the identity of not sitting on the fence. Let's get into the identity of jumping into action, you know, become that person that take, that takes risk, you know? So that's, that's what I believe. I mean, I've never met a millionaire that didn't see themselves as one first, who didn't act the part, who didn't begin speaking it. And, it, you know, someone may be listening to this and they may only have, I remember at one point I only had like 40 some dollars in my checking account. So I want you guys to realize you're not talking to someone who had a trust fund. I'm not related to Trump or any of the Bush family or anything like that. Like, you know, I'm again, like I said, in season seven, I'm just your girl. I'm from the hood. Allendale, to be exact, in Shreveport, Louisiana. So I want you to understand you're not talking to some, you're not listening to someone who's disconnected. I'm very, very still connected to that. So if you're in that position and you're like, okay, I only have X amount of dollars and it seems so far away, just start talking to it until you can talk from that place. Start talking to it. You know what? Abundance, I see you and I see you in the love in my life the people are around me and the friendships that I have. If you feel like you can't even name one or two friends, look at the ground, look at the rocks and blades of grass and shit. Like we got to get real. Mm. We just got to get really for real about it. Start seeking it. Start speaking to it. I see you everywhere. You know what? You see a nickel and dime on the floor, money, abundance. I see you. Oh my gosh. Hello. Hey, hey, over here. I see you. And then you can start speaking from it. And when you start speaking from that place, that is just your reality. So you have to be very intentional. And I know I kind of took a detour, but you have to be intentional about creating an identity that can do that. And that's their first first call of action versus complaining and being upset and and the negativity spill and the, all of that. Create one that's, that's looking for what is versus what isn't because how you see something what you see it and perceive it to be is what dictates your entire reality. We have just that much creative power over our life. And Terry, Dr. Dom, a lot of people don't want to take that level of responsibility and accountability mm-hmm. of their life. So it's yeah. going to be, you know, well, my daddy, he wasn't around. He didn't want me. So, you know, I can't. Or my mama said I can't be this and that. They said it. So it must be true. Like when you... Just and all of that, like erase it. Like y'all, if you ain't watching the video, I'm literally taking my left hand and swiping it. Just do it like that. Put it to the side. Put your blinders on and rewire your mind. Nothing's wrong with you. Let me just say that. Nothing's wrong with you. You're not broken. You're okay. You really are. You're beautiful. Like you're good. If you're saying to yourself, this is my situation and I don't want this situation anymore, then that's going to require you to change. The situation will not change before you do. So mm-hmm. that's just the point that I that I, I want to drive home for anyone. I mean, it's the top of the year. We have big goals. You know, everybody's just, you know, in it. I'm, I'm ready to roll. But you know, in about three weeks, they're going to kind of, you know, it's like, all right, that was cool. Create an identity that it's going to see it through to the end. It doesn't matter if it don't happen now, but it happens in November. Create an identity that's like, you know what? I'm in it for however it's, however long it takes. That's so important, y'all. Like, honestly, it's, 
it's completely changed my life. And I'm so glad that I've created a platform that's just literally that. And I'm just, okay, so real quick, I didn't realize you was going to be preaching today. Dom, I'm going to pass the mic to Dom real quick, but I just want to say, Jasmine, what I heard you say when you were talking about that quote in the beginning is it reminded me of the quote, how you do one thing is how you do all things. I'm over here taking notes as you talk. And focus on being a human being and not a human doing and just kind of tap into the reality of what you want versus complaining about what you don't have and just be it until you can really be it. You know what I mean? So I just said, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So the work, guys, the work. Let's let's give the people, Jasmine, can you give the people an example of what that looks like? Right. Yeah. Of how, so like you said, we're recording this in January, mid January. And so if you're listening to this episode as it's fresh, then that means that you probably are setting some goals and intentions for the year. Yeah. And if we fast forward to October, November, December, what are the steps that a person could have taken along the way to shift to where they want to be by November or December? Now, this is a really good question because here's the thing. I feel like change doesn't take long. You know, I could get real out there with y'all, you know, time to me is just, you know, we, we had humans, they had to put something together just so we could know whatever they thought they, we needed to know. So in my mind, the moment that you make a decision that you want differently, you shift timelines immediately. Like you're, you're there. It's here. And it's, it's only your attention to what, you know, you don't have yet or what are, what isn't happening is, is what's keeping it far from you. You can, you can be the richest person on earth right now if you decide. Doesn't mean that your bank account is going to reflect. I don't know how much money is printed on this planet, but you can make the decision that that's who you are and that's how you feel. And that is, that's the quantum leap. That's the breakthrough. That is the transformation, just the decision alone. And from a day-to-day perspective, you got to get real careful with who you're communing with. Who are we talking to on a daily basis? Who are we laying in the bed with? What are we listening to? What are we watching? Are we listening to the shade room? Are we, what, I, I can't even pull up stuff because I'm, I'm now that I'm out of touch, right? I'm not even over there because that's not where I'm at. But I would say really get, take some inventory. So I mentioned reinvention. I'm doing a tour around the U.S. with the reinvention workshop. And it's like, to me, it's the most transformational thing on the planet. And so what I would say, if I just had to give you like one, two, three, number one, like, let's look at who you are. Let's look at, let's do an inventory of like your thoughts, your habits, what you're eating, all those things, your relationships, look at the money you're making, look at where you live in, ask yourself questions. Okay, so who have I been so far to make this my current reality? That's going to, that's going to give you a lot of clarity. And then get into funeralizing yourself. You got to, you have to have like it needs to be a ceremonial act. Like we don't do that as human beings when a loved one passes away for a reason, you know, where we're creating closure. In some cases, some cultures is different, but for the most part, we need to do a ceremonial act of letting you go. That's the second thing. And the third thing is knowing exactly what it is that you want and then closing it off with determining who you need to become to get that. And on a day-to-day, day-to-day, not just every month, you know, once in a while, every single day, you look for opportunities to show up in that way. And these are what's called like micro movements that's going to turn into a macro massive win. That's how, you know, if you're in January listening, in November, you look up and you're like, wow, like I have it all. What's next? Because every single day, Moment by moment, you've made those those decisions and you've taken those micro actions to assume the identity of what you are stepping into. Okay, trying to take notes, trying to make sure I'm taking myself off Zoom. You dropping all this fire, goddamn Jasmine! Like, this is I told the you I want to interview. I said, "Bring yes. me." Hey, I said, "Okay, I want to come on here." 
Look, it's so good. Dom and I are like, we're going to skip OU Blast shit. Sorry, listeners. We love y'all, but we, we got to get more of this tea. We gonna we did OU Blast. Go check out episode seven, okay, where Jasmine talked about transmuting energy. If you want to hear her OU Blast segment, because this is fire, Jasmine. It's really good. And I love the way that you broke it down, too, because I think that a lot of times, you know, we've talked a lot about manifestation in our personal conversations. And I think that one of the biggest hurdles can be you feeling you taking on the spirit of the thing that you desire, even though your current yes. reality doesn't look that way. And I think that is oftentimes the biggest thing where people are like, okay, yeah, I want to do that. But like, look at these bills, look at this debt. Like, you know what I mean? And so I, I love yeah. the fact that you're just talking about making the micro movements because if you find that every year you are in the same place and you aren't making progress, there's something within that needs to be explored, right? Yeah. We can't blame yeah. it on mommy and daddy and what grandpa and what, grand, what my mom did. Like, we have to really do the work on ourselves at this point and at this big age, I'm speaking for, you know, some of us. So Jasmine, my question for you is, can you share a bit about your perspective on the concept of making $1 million small and how this yes. mindset shift can impact financial success? I'm saying a million because people always talk like it's always the one yes. million, right? So tell us about Copy. that. Okay. So I'm, I'm super excited about this question. In fact, I've been just, you know, I've been waiting on it because... It's one of those things that, you know, you guys are going to have to listen to this like over and over and over and over again for it to land. So here's here's what I want to bring back up earlier. I said that, you know, your perception, like how you see something is is what it is like your perception literally determines your current reality. So for somebody Ten dollars is a lot of money. I, in fact, we're you know in Los Angeles, not Los Angeles, friend San Fran, where you're at, even where I'm at. I've been around the world. We're talking about different currencies, where it's way weaker than the U.S. dollar. Somebody somewhere think like ten U.S. dollars is a lot of money, right? But to you, you're like ten dollars ain't like you. It absolutely, it's nothing. So when I say make a million small, like let's keep that same energy because here's what I know to be true for myself. Whenever I see something as big, oh my God, or, you know, it, it separates me from it. It's like I've literally put it on a pedestal. I've literally confirmed to myself and the powers that be that it ain't me and I ain't it because it's over there and I'm over here. So whenever I... I create the awareness of, all right, you know, I, okay, I see that. I see that. And I want that. I have to quickly shift to the feeling of what I'm going to feel when I get it. But more importantly, just seeing it as like my charger. Like I know I can go and get a hut, like many of these. You have to see the things that you desire in that same way. Like do not create like this unnecessary gap between the things that you desire in yourself. So when I say make a million small, it's like, look, if I said, if I told both of you guys, like, go off and come back with six figures, you'd be like, what? I Come on. Like, that's, that's easy. Those listening, maybe a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, all of that to you is like, it makes sense. Why does it make sense though? Like, why does a thousand dollars make more sense than a million? Why are you making a million dollars so big and this, this, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, when you get it, not to celebrate it, it's definitely, you know, you celebrate that, but don't make it so big to where you've put it on this pedestal and it's way, way up here and you're just down here because when you, I'm a, look, this is the honest truth and I'm never, I do not like to be the person to tell folks what they can't do and what's not going to happen. That's typically not my conversation. But cousin has to be real with you guys. If you're seeing it up here and you see yourself down there, it's, you don't, it's not a match. It's not a match. And you will be right there, right? And it will continue to be up there. And it's all in your head. It's all in your head. Money is transacted at every second of the hour of the day of the week of the year of the month. Like it's, it just is. And the moment you take the power away from it and bring your power up, like you're more than money, you're more than a million, it's really small. Make it your minimum, right? Just make that be like, let's flip it now, right? Instead of attaining and aspiring for it, just make it the minimum. Let's, let's really start reframing how we're seeing it so that we can actually not just receive it. Because I know a lot of millionaires who get it and they don't have it anymore. 
They can't hold it. They never be, they never matched it. I don't want that for you. Everybody who's listening, everybody in the room can make millions, millions, millions of that, right? I want you to be able to hold it, to multiply it. And in order to do that, you've got to take the power from it. Oh, I love that. I love that. Now, for those of us, those people who are listening that are like, okay, money isn't my focus, right? Like, I'm in a space where financially I'm good. Like, yeah, we chilling over here, right? Talk to us about the inner millionaire not just being about like a dollar sign. And what are other things that people might be focusing on that is not focused specifically on money? Yeah. So, you know, essentially the brand, I mean, definitely you think of money when you hear billionaire. And a lot of people, you know, you equate that to wealth, abundance. And we know that those abundance and wealth encompasses all things, right? Not just uh, money, but your ability to receive love. And Terry, you said it, you know, you repeated what I said a while back, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if we can get into a state of practicing receiving in the, in the money space, then surely you'll be able to do that in love, relationships, opportunities, in your health, because we sabotage and not just find in finances, we do it in many, many other areas as well. So I think for us, it, for me, for me, when I, you know, I'm speaking like I'm the rep, I'm the representative of Anna Millionaire. For me, it was really important to make sure I included journeys that didn't necessarily just talk about, you know, receiving money, but it does work on that receiving muscle. It does work on that confidence muscle. It does work on allowing you to up level in different areas versus just focusing on making money because as y- y'all heard me say earlier, it definitely ain't all of that, right? You get options, you can travel well, first class, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. But if you're sitting over there like just empty, like sad and just you're, you're not your fullest self, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So it was so important to me. And I love that you asked me that question. It was important to me to make sure it encompasses the, the full, what's the word I'm looking for? Spectrum of life and the things that we as women find important. So, yeah. Oh, okay, Jasmine, we're going to, I promise you, we're not going to hold you hostage, okay? Because we want to, we can talk to you all day. We're not going to hold you hostage, but a couple more questions for you for sure. Okay. So I would love to know what rituals or practices you're employing these days or what rituals or practices have been interesting to you when it comes to manifestation. I've been looking into creating like a custom sleep meditation so I can listen to it and reprogram my subconscious in that way. And so I'm looking at different aspects, being like a visual person. What are some things that are interesting to you these days that you're working on for yourself? Yeah. So grounding, making sure I'm grounded when my two feet are planted in the ground. And I mean, literally in the other word, it's, it's, it's helpful to me. So I do a lot of um, hypnotic audio that bring me to a point when I was in Shalom. And it's, I think it's I'm like, yo, I can't wait to go back because I would go to a lot of sound healing, sound bath. I do a lot of Reiki massages just to keep me in a state of just not being heavy. Because the leadership is, is being a founder, right? This is new to me. Okay. Going from being a coach to a founder is like, that's crazy. And we're raising, we're in pre-seed right now, raising. It's, that's, it's totally different. So what I I would notice like chaotic energy and I would immediately go towards, okay, let me do breathing. I went to a breath class and I just, I, I keep those things in my, in my back pocket. So for me, when I'm at ease and when chaos isn't present in me, I can manifest anything, money, parking spots, lollipops, ice cream, anything, right? That's just speaking for me. You know, nothing for me can work in, in a spirit of chaos. So I'm just constantly breathing taking my time and making sure I'm grounded. So that's it. There was something that did stand out to me. It's, I've been looking at this for years, though. It's mirror work, you know, looking into my eyes, telling myself that I'm beautiful. Thank you, Jasmine. Look, you did that. Okay. I don't know. Nobody else could have did it better than you. You know, just making sure that I'm pouring into me, forgiving myself. So that's something else as well. 
Thank you for sharing that. I think that that's important for folks to really think about, like, what are the like day to day <laughs> things that they, that we can do to really like, cause I, I love what you said about like going in, doing the inner work and being at peace so that one, you can recognize the chaotic energy and yeah. then being in a space to be able to remove it from your life. Because that, yeah. I think the piece of recognizing the chaotic energy is so hard. Yes. Yes. Cause it's like normal. You know how we function. Really? You know, have like functioning anxiety, yes. functioning depression. Yes. It's like a norm and it becomes your baseline. Yeah. And that's why I think it's really important. I mean, my journey was I left the country, you know, I've eaten mm-hmm. different foods. I I spent that alone time. I had a chance to recalibrate and just look back at things and just create a different normal for myself and 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 go there. Because you're right. You don't know. You don't always know. It's just the first thing. It's the first step. It's always happening. So, yeah, grounding is, it has to be. All right. So now completely off topic, but kind of on topic question. What's up? So you left the country traveling mostly yes. alone. No, with my girlfriend. Yeah. Just be okay. clear, you know, I ain't a thug like that yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, wait, hold on. Let me not put your business fully out in the street unless you want to. But okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Now that you have said that, okay, so yeah, left the country, traveling with your girlfriend. What, when you think of the places that you have visited outside of the U.S., what would be your top two or three places that mm-hmm. feel safe and comfortable for yeah. Black women? Oh, okay, definitely. All right. I felt really safe in Germany. I felt safe in France. The UK, you know, they don't do guns in the United Kingdom. So that's just off bat. Like you can breathe, but they do other things. But you do not need to visit those types of areas where they do. You know, it's kind of like every everywhere in the world is just like everywhere else. You know, you got your hood, you got your good part, you got the, you know. Yep. So for me, I felt really safe in those countries. Mexico. I know there's a lot of, you know, weird conversations around that. However, I, nothing's, that's not my experience. It just, it, it wasn't, again, I'm very mindful of, you know, the, the, the spaces that I put myself in. So yeah. uh, definitely, you know, Europe, right? You, as an American passport holder, right? You have a passport as American, you, you, you get a lot of protection when you mm-hmm. visit these countries. So they, they don't, they don't really mess with us like that. But as a black woman and, and let's take it a step further, you know, I'm queer, lesbian black woman. And I look it right. I'm masculine. I definitely get looked at everywhere I go, especially when I'm holding my girl's hand or she's holding mm-hmm. on to me or whatever. They are like, you know, what? but other than that, nobody's snatching, sh- cutting, shooting, none of that. You know, I feel very, very safe so far. Thank God. Okay. I feel I'm grateful for that. Yeah. That is a blessing indeed, because in the States, it's like, child, it's like the ghetto over here. We, we try yeah. to get about it. We try to be like, yeah, you know, yeah, get about yeah, yeah. the get about this country. Mm-hmm. But one of the things Come I know is, Jasmine, I don't know if this is a new thing, but you talked a lot about confidence and you talked about mirror work and you've said, you've spoken highly of yourself in a way on today's call that just felt very refreshing. And I remember when I was, you know, we're, we're always a work in progress, but many moons ago when I was really struggling with low self-esteem and, you know, low confidence and worth. I was very intimidated by confident people. So if I were to hear someone talk about how amazing they felt about themselves, it would make me feel away because I, it was basically like a mirror showing me that I wasn't confident enough to be able to have those conversations, you know, with myself and between myself. And so now it's very different for me, but I want to know like, where does that come from? And what are your thoughts on us being confident and be able to look at yourself in the mirror and like, talk your shit. I feel like we as black women sometimes don't get enough grace to be able to do that. It's like, oh, you're cockier. So what are your thoughts on that? Right. So it's, it's definitely something you have to cultivate and you cannot look for out. You can't bet on an outside source. When right. I was coming up, it wasn't okay to be black. 
it just wasn't, you know, if you're dark skinned, they think you're ugly. If you're light skinned, they think you think you're white. I had a lot of things come happen to me like in, in high school because my hair was long. I was yellow bone, as they will say. And nothing around me helped me to celebrate myself. There were perms. They were, you know, we'd be trying to knock the kinks out, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Now, Black is so celebrated. And I know this wasn't really necessarily like pointed towards race, but this we are, I believe your audience is full of Black women, beautiful Black women. It's just really important to tap into what's available to you now, but not necessarily lean all the way onto it. Like be supported, find those spaces like the Her Space podcast that celebrates you, but make it a point that you do it for yourself, literally for yourself. Because no matter how many times you're told you're beautiful, if you genuinely just think you're ugly, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. So it's going to be uncomfortable. Like at the reinvention workshop, I'm going to bring this up. We, we provide our attendees with mirrors a lot of people cannot look into it, but if you come in that room, you're going to look in that mirror because I'm going to be with you and hold that space. But it's something that really needs to be done. And that's why it stood out for me in my life as a, a powerful practice was I got to look into my face and just see me and take all of me in. And I see the beauty in you. You're beautiful. You know, and some days it'd be unmotivated, uninspired, but not be like, you know what? Damn, you look my God, like we can't really, I don't know if we're going to be able to go outside. You know, you have to get to that point with yourself and for yourself. It's so important. It really is. And like you said, you know, there's a lot of people, they, they, they get triggered by it. You know, they unfollow, they block, they mute. People even create like hate threads and all kinds of things because it just really, it, 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 it forces them to see that they lack it. But if that's you, that's cool. But just know that it can be different. You can literally decide before you hit end on this episode or you, you know, go off and do something else that you want to be confident. I want to be confident. I want to be rich. I want to feel good. And you do that and you do the things that, that cultivate that. But what I say is work. It's work. And you, and you really have to want it for yourself. Well, Thank you. Speaking yeah. of doing the work, us for those who are listening who are like all right all right jasmine i'm ready yeah i'm i'm ready to show up at this workshop and i'm ready to be handed this mirror and i'm ready let let the people know where they can find you tell us more about this tour Yo, okay. So part of me is like, wow, I'm really out here just like learning about this tour. You know, we have uh, many other things happening. So you can like, you can find me on Facebook. Just type in Jasmine P. Green. I got the blue check mark, the, the spammer, the scammy, whatever. They were doing their thing. So find me over there. Get on the wait list for the Inner Millionaire app by going to www.innermillionaire.app. You'll be able to get all the updates on that, especially reinvention, because if you're on that list, then we give you those updates first so we can get you tickets first before we give it to the general public. So right now I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. We're doing reinvention in two weeks. So if you're listening, you probably will miss this one, but we'll be doing one in New York. We'll do one in Dallas and we're going to check the interest, but most likely Los Angeles, too. Please keep us posted because we want to show sure. up if we can. That'd be so amazing. And then, Jasmine, you mentioned so many different projects that you're working on today. What are the other ways that the listeners can support you? Anything else that you didn't mention? Because we want to make sure they can. We know you'd be going up on TikTok. Like we know that, you know, you got, you talked about Facebook. You talked about Intermillionaire. You talked yeah. about the workshop. What else can they do to support you? You know what? If it's on your, if it's in your heart, you know, DM me a blue heart. Like, go find me on any of these platforms: Jasmine P. Green, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Right? Hit the hit the send message and just drop me a blue heart. As someone who had to go through what a lot of you are going through today, it is so helpful and so needed to have support still to this very day. To be reminded that you know you're loved and. You're making a difference. So if you could just send me a blue heart, I would be happy. Genuinely, ear to ear, cheesing, just super excited about that. So that's all I'm, that's all I'm asking for. 
Jasmine, you are a gym. I think I'm going to change your name and my phone to Jasmine the Gym because I like to change it up a little bit. Jazzy Gym, Jasmine Gym. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for your gifts. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for you doing the work, like going in the trenches with yourself, for yourself, and then bringing other people along the way. So excited for you and all that you're going to do. And we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I just feel so cool. And wow, I appreciate this so much. Oh, we appreciate you. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, Please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at herspacepodcast.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. My thoughts create my reality. Today, I choose thoughts that empower and uplift me.